Namaste, welcome everyone to satsang uh, this morning. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm assuming most of you know that I never come to satsang with any prepared speech or anything like that. We're just here in this way, it feels most true. So whatever comes, whatever arises in a moment, this is our food for that moment. So if anyone wants to share something now? Hmm? Okay, you can come. I think the microphone is coming to you, so… Will this disturb if I put it on a little bit, just for maybe one or two minutes? Just for one or two minutes. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, Muji Baba. Hello there. I'm very grateful that you are here. Thank you. I was looking forward to see you in Rishikesh, but I'm… Even more grateful that you are already here now with us. Ah, thank. You. Can you hear at the back? Okay. Over there is very weak. So yeah. So we have to put a bit more power to. Okay, is this ah, better? I think okay. this will be better now. Yeah. Thank you. Carry on, please. So three years ago, I met you for the first time, and this was a very beautiful, life-changing experience. Ah. For the first time, I really felt like, okay, this is what I was always looking for. Mm. Um, this spaciousness, this bright, this lightness. And um, since then, I'm sorry, I'm a little shaky. Okay. Since then, I'm um, trying to stay in there and stay aware in this and observe. And, and uh, more and more, I feel I can stay in this space. But sometimes also the mind goes out and um, Sometimes what goes out? The, the mind goes the look for things, the attention, yes. Um, and actually something I want with you to talk about is um, the phenomena of uh, mystical experiences, energy, synchronicities and all, all these kind of things. Because um, I feel also the more I get aware of this spaciousness, the more I feel um, time and space start to transcend even in this um, material world. Mm. And sometimes strange things would happen, like just now there was a dragonfly flying around, mm -hmm. I think many saw maybe, and at some point it was just here in front of my face, like mm -hmm. flying, and like, whoa, what is this? <laughs> mm -hmm. So, and sometimes the mind wants to take some award for this or something, but I know it's also a phenomenon, it's observed, and, but still, I, I cannot really always. You cannot really. Um, I cannot always get like what is the meaning ah, of all okay. these uh, synchronicities and things. Yes, and yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I've got good good news for you. <laughs> I want to back up a little bit at the place where you began to speak. Can you hear when I speak now? Ah, so I want to back up a little bit. Hmm? Are you okay standing like this? You can. You're good. Okay. Um, at the place where you began to speak about 
staying more and more in the awareness itself. I feel this point is big enough point that uh, perhaps many others can can really uh, ride on the same the same boat that I'm going to speak about because many people speak like that that more and more I'm able to stay in the awareness itself and it seems reasonable statement to make that you have been practicing to be more and more in the awareness and so on and it is okay up to a point to say that but I'd like to go now a little step further and simpler also simpler we must come more and more simple otherwise mind will keep on creating more complexities which will at some point frustrate you because you feel I'm more and more practice I'm still not getting any better all this thing is mind play so this idea of becoming more and more staying for longer periods in the awareness itself is an idea arising in the awareness that you already are no i want to speak a little bit more about it because i'm sure many people have heard this type of thing before and you know it's very easy to feel that we have understood this and it is sufficient now but what needs to be really clear is that you are the awareness itself and not the one trying to become aware you are the awareness itself it will take a while to assimilate that to the point where it becomes your natural state and natural experience why because for so long our mm, personal culture has been to identify with the seeker the journeyer which itself is a adopted by consciousness that we play that role for a while until you evolve beyond that state of identity if i say keep trying to be the awareness it might be useful for many people in the beginning but it is not a final truth the one who feels that i am i'm getting closer i'm able to spend a longer periods of time in the awareness itself it must come to a point where that one itself is recognized as apparent or phenomenal watched from the place of the awareness itself do you follow this or not yeah because the 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 reflex the conditioning will feel more on the side of the seeker being a factual position and the seeker's practice is bringing the seeker more and more closer to awareness but because awareness is the root of all things it cannot be a destination separate from the seeker except through the mind it appears like that you see it's important that if we understood this experientially and directly it is going to it's worth a thousand pints what i mean by that is that if this is not understood it will mean that you are going to do much much more work 
in the role of the seeker, not understanding, not grasping that the seeker itself is a conceptual construct. Does that make sense? The moment you understood this, it's as though there's a, some shift in your perspective. Rather than aiming at awareness, you know, you cannot aim from awareness. You are the awareness itself. That leads to final understanding. Final understanding meaning that you are no more so much on a journey of evolving towards a goal which eventually you will come to see you are the goal itself. Now, we may not be at a place where we can really resonate with what I'm saying now and that we may feel it doesn't connect with me. Uh, the feeling of seeking and of the person or personality being an obstacle is still very virile for me, very strong. Please help me to, to get these things out the way so I can come more close to. So that is going to continue for many people for a while. It is okay because we must somehow move in accordance with our mm, present capacity, you may say like that. However, it is still important that it is stressed again and again you are already what you are searching for. These things, because of their total simplicity, appear to be the most difficult thing to grasp. Maybe because of its simplicity, and if you are using the mind, the mind is already prepared for complexity. So it cannot accept the simplicity of this yet. Maturity is to be mature enough to grasp the obvious, and the most simple. The great Saint uh, Saint Francis, everybody I'm sure have heard of Saint Francis of Assisi, he said something very much in this way, a very powerful thing. He say, what you are searching for, what you are searching for, is already the place you are searching from. What you are looking for, Hmm? is already the place you're looking from. Now, some people go, whoa, 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 take it easy, that's messing with my head. No, 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 no. Uh, what are you speaking about? But gradually, uh, with understanding, maybe with your own sadhana or spiritual practice, the obviousness of what this statement implies becomes natural for you. Rumi himself, the great uh, poet saint, he said one statement, and I have said it many times because I find it very powerful. He said in one of his, uh, in one of his utterances, he said, knocking at a door, knocking at a door, it suddenly opens. I have been knocking from inside. No? He said, knocking at the door, it opens. I have been knocking from inside. And when reflected upon, it means that I was always inside, but I imagined I was outside. So I was knocking, please let me in. 
and this please let me in was very important this is the seeking this is the desire I want to be home then the door opens why door opens if you're already inside the door has to open to show you you are already inside when the door open you realize ah I've been knocking at my own door. These utterances, they are very, very profound for the one who is seeking. Because the mind, when you're seeking with the mind, it will not easily or readily accept that it is that you are home. You see? And for that reason, consciousness designed all of that play that we had to taste all of this diversity and even the states of confusion, uh, of distractedness, of delusions, all of this is the play of consciousness. And it is a kind of grace in it also, that we will not immediately grasp the obvious. So, something is only obvious when it is obvious. No? A thing can be there all the time, you don't realize. The moment you realize, you go, ah, wow, look at that. But until you do, it will seem like a mystery, it will feel like you are separate from it. So satsang's ear is for that reason only, to reveal the obvious in ourself. Why? Because we picked up so many ideas about this life and who we are in life and everyone feels we are on the journey, why everybody feels we are on this journey, and nothing is wrong with that. Consciousness devised that. Hmm? But somewhere along the line, people are waking up to this sense of a journey, that however long the journey is, something witnesses all the travels, all the mistakes, all the cul-de-sacs, something has been watching all along, and that something watching is yourself, but you never realized it. You see? So that's what I wanted to pick up on. Then you spoke a little bit about as, uh, as, as you have been more resting in the awareness, you are noticing certain kind of mystical things happening and so on like that. And of course the mind seemed to be attracted to that. But for the jnani, for one who has really woken up to the truth of these things, these things we call mystical, they're not even interested in that. Having reached the pure, unmixed state, their essential nature is no more feeling a distance. All other things, thoughts and feelings and ideas and projections and spiritual fantasies, it's a bit like writing on water. They don't leave any trace for them. And so their being is not disturbed by these things. It's not looking for mystical entertainment. It has already resolved itself in its own source. Otherwise, these things will catch you, catch you, you see. We want to see some Siddhic power and ah, oh, you can, you know, it can happen, it may happen, and it's also, uh, you may say, an expression or gift of consciousness, but don't go looking for it. The minute you start to look for these things, you create divisions within yourself. 
If they come, let them come. They go, let them go. You have discovered the thing that cannot come and cannot go. That is what the self is. So, any questions around this? I'm happy to look together uh, with you. Did that? Uh, it's fine like this, or you want to say something more? Yes. Uh, <clears throat> thank you for this answer. Very beautiful. Um, also, uh, yesterday I, I had this experience. Mm -hmm. um, when I came home, I cried a lot and I laughed a lot, and yeah. like tears coming up, and and I was wondering. What is this about? Like, I feel the body is transforming or something yeah. into this thing or... Somehow you may find that uh, also, as the consciousness somehow is blossoming inside, uh, your behavior can seem out of character sometimes. No? Laughing, 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 but there's no joke. And crying, 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 immediately also. Sometime like this, You're crying, crying, but there's no sadness. And even in the midst of the, the most vigorous laughter, the most dynamic crying, there's a silence there also. Have you not noticed? There's an emptiness, a neutrality, and it's like, wow, there's no story even. It is like the, the beingness is just uh, adjusting itself, you know, so laughing, laughing, crying, 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 crying. And there's a joy in it also. It's good if you have your own room, <laughs> so that you know you don't have to explain when people go, "Why are you laughing?" Or, "No, what's what's wrong?" And you know, uh, many people they find that they they need space for this expression, and and it's just coming out. But don't go too far with it. It is good if you regard it or perceive all of this in a kind of neutrality. Don't, uh, don't think anything, because otherwise the mind will itself wants to say, this is a sign of your spirituality, you see? Yeah. And, uh, you know, yeah, this is your mystical revelation and things like this. Huh? <laughs> Some people then they start to go in public, <laughs> and, and they gather people around. It's nothing at all. Just clouds passing. For you, uh, there is no history and there is no mystery for you. You cannot place yourself in any shape at all. You are becoming shapeless again. You know? You may watch all these things, you may say, Oh, how amazing, you know? Look what the body is doing now. A kind of spontaneity returns to you, and it's, it's beautiful, you see? So the tendency. The, the tendency to want to plan your existence, it begins to loosen up and fall away. You're living more in the natural unfolding of consciousness expression. So you're in a harmony field. So, yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. This is so sweet when, uh, perhaps I would say, uh, what can compare with simply resting and your attention in the silence of your being, you see? It may seem to be, but that's so passive, but it is 
cannot be, cannot be conveyed. The, the beauty and the completeness of that. You see, nothing to explain or to talk about so much. You are simply in a unified uh, field. Okay, next one is a. Papa, you, you spoke yesterday, no? Achha. Gaps. Some gaps? In my understanding. Oh, you have some gaps in the understanding. Okay. We, you can come to this one, no? Okay, that's very good. Swamiji Koti Koti Pranam, uh, respectful greetings to you. Thank you. Thank you very much for the patient hearing that you gave to all my perhaps silly questions, but… Uh, uh, no, I don't judge. No. Uh, so when I went back, you, 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 you stated that uh, we are all aware except that the awareness is clouded. It is… Uh, so we have to uncover or discover our awareness by the process that you had suggested in your invitation. Mm -hmm. One we, way, yes. That it, it's, it's in the clouds that cloud the awareness. It's not really true. We think it's true. Nothing can cloud awareness, you see. We will feel like something is obscuring awareness when we are holding on to personal identity, which naturally strengthens the sense of duality and the feeling of separation in us. It's very important. Uh, I like to slow down to speak these things more slowly so that we really have a chance to grasp the importance of them. We don't need to speak so much, 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 much. It's not necessary. If what you hope to find and to discover is your natural state, uh, to recognize the simplicity, the ever-presentness ever of it, the undilutedness of it, the immutability of it, you see? But so it appears as though the awareness is obscured, you know? And many people will feel, yes, this is my experience also. But I am so excited to want to show you that it's not true, you see? You see? Even to say the, uh, the awareness is obscured, there must be some awareness. There must be some awareness uh, that is uh, saying that, causing that to be it said. Recognizes no? the obscurity. Huh? That recognizes the obscurity. Apparent. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Uh, you also mentioned, Swamiji, that uh, uh, when you're aware, when when you're aware and you remain in the awareness, in the isness. Uh, then you, then you are jivan mukta, hmm. in a sense, you are enlightened. Provided you continue to remain in that awareness or continue to understand that you are At aware. At some point it's going to become clear for you, this sense of a choice of remaining in awareness or not is also illusory. Okay. Awareness like space, space <coughs> is always space. It is never if you, con if you confuse the wind with the space, then you, you see it will create this kind of thing. Awareness, nothing can appear to be or to even appear to disappear 
without awareness. Conscious, you are conscious of all these things. So, um, okay, carry on. Say yeah. what you want. To so, say. Uh, and you also mentioned that what is also required, what is critical, is grace and time. That when the right time comes, things happen. Babaji, why don't you drop all this thing right now? Please, because yeah. I, I sense in you that you want to, to, to get to the place, no? Yeah. And um, uh, the, the most direct thing I, I could do is to ask you straight away, what if for um, one few moments you, you, you could just drop all this thing, for a just for a moment, no? just drop all this thing. Don't hold any idea about what you think you need to do in order to reach this stage of uh, uh, Jivan Mukti or, you know? Yeah. Just leave all this for a moment. Can we do this just now? Yeah, sure. I mean, really? Yeah. So all the ideas you have about, you know, these things that you may have read or been told yeah. or whatever, believe even, yeah. just for a minute, just leave them aside for a minute. Just totally be empty of them. It's possible? This? Yeah. One can try. No, do. Yeah. No, no, you can leave all the things. Try and do. <laughs> if you intend to try, you may fail. If you say, okay, I can, you can drop it for a moment. Just leave it for a moment. It's possible, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, just drop everything for a moment. The reason why I'm asking you is that unless you do that, or until you do that, you're inner space is occupied with certain concepts that you will continue to cherish or to nurture or to believe and then you have to act on them to try and fulfill uh, their intention or something. No? So I say for a moment leave, leave everything. And the reason why I ask you this is because I feel it is simple to do that. If you were able to leave everything aside, just leave everything aside, be totally empty for a moment or so. Even beyond the concept of being empty. Just leave it. It's possible, no? Yeah. Then pay attention only to what is here, what remains, uh, that cannot be taken out. Yeah. By itself, it is already here. Are you aware of that? What is it that is here? Take a moment, take a moment. Hmm? If you do, and anyone can do this, it's, it's, a, it's not a personal thing yeah. to him, it's to anybody actually. Uh, simply just leave, leave it, you know. I like when people come and they say, uh, uh, Muji, I, I don't have any time. I say, ah, oh. if you don't have any time, you don't have any time to waste. Then you may be uh, given the simplest and the highest pointing. Because you're not going to spend time deliberating about it and philosophizing about it. So this I'm going to try. It's a shot. Leave everything alone, including your background of spirituality and your study. Leave everything. Yeah. And I ask you, now what remains here by itself in this space? Nothing. First of all, j just be with it before you give me the answer. It means it must be something that you did not put there, you did not create, so therefore it requires no effort 
to sustain it. What just is? Yeah? Pay attention to just what is there. Not personal, just what is there. Yeah. What do you find? Nothing. 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 Okay. Because I've thrown everything out. Yes, okay. Now just rest in that nothing. Because the mind, you see, is gonna come first, he's gonna come. And he's going to start to fill your nothingness with some suggestions. Like, you know, okay, so I've done it, so what? So not that. What is really here by itself? Is it a state of need? Pay attention to it. What remains if you are not engaged with any concept or intention, even the intention to become awake? Forget about it for a moment. What is here now? If you are not holding on to any story or self-definition, simple, simple, simple thing. Are you straining or training? What is here? Is it personal? No. Don't accept anything from the mind. Because it is the first one to raise some judgment, to tell you, okay, you've done it now, okay, see, you can always come back to this and all. Don't let anything of that come. Stay empty and just pay attention. What is here? Don't create, don't imagine, just notice. Don't judge. Because mind from the mind will come something like, yes, but how can I, how can I live like this? And don't worry about that. Don't touch nothing. Because, because of this response that comes from the mind and from conditioning, everyone abandons this. And by not being aware of the simplicity of being, you leave that and you start on the journey of becoming. And we're always becoming, paying no attention to being, just what is. Mind start to say, yeah, but how can I do it? No, there's no I there. Where is the I even, if you leave all things? Someone is going to grasp what I'm speaking. Where does it end? Is it a disappointing discovery, simply just to be here? Is something going, okay, enough, enough, okay, enough, but can I get back to the question? No, just this. Is it unbearable? Is it unbearable, this emptiness? Because mind say, no, but I want knowledge. Knowledge cannot bring you to this. Knowledge will bring you to something else. Are you not here? Are you half here?
So now what comes? What comes? Can this, whatever it is that is here, did you create it? Can anything remove it? Does it have a start? Can it stop? Are these words relevant to this? I am going there to tell you that mind is going to come to distract, to see if it can distract your attention. Why? Because this is the most pure of all. It's not even a state. It is not even a state. States also come and go and are perceived in this to come and go. But your mind has not given you the chance, the break to even recognize the significance of this. It wants to send you on another journey. If you do this and do that first, you'll be able to stabilize in this. How are you stabilizing in this now? So this is my whoosh satsang. Maybe mine wants to learn more about, uh, you know, um, Parabrahman and, uh, you know, all these things. Yes, uh, there's a time for that. In fact, you can discover this, what I'm showing you now, hmm? and all these other things you can learn later. It will reveal them if you need to know them. But they're not necessary to fill your head with all that stuff if just to come here. This is the environment, the natural environment of uh, the sage's mind, if you want to say like that. But our conditioned identity opposes it. Your carnal identity is restless and it resists this. And as long as it is allowed to resist this, to that extent, freedom is kept apart from you. It's simple like this. We all got dressed up to make a journey and found there is no journey to make. And some are disappointed. They got their GPS ready to go. And I said, but what about here? Before you make one step, before one step also, if one step, two step is also watched, to go where? Your highest meditation, your highest spiritual projection is to go where? If it's other than here. Just be honest about it, then you can relate and tell me, oh, I don't see how that is significant. Where is this and where? I will show you then. But is it acceptable for you? you see? In the beginning you may feel, but how can one stay like this? Because the mind, this is all thought. How can you stay like this? Is a natural response because the reflex is to go back to duality state of the someone who is trying to get here. So if there is a practice, 
It is looking at this sense that, oh, I lost it, and to see, is that a truth? And who lost what? Except as an idea, you see. If you are in satsang, and this is the reminding you need at the very, at what I would call an advanced stage. Maybe I should not use this word. I should say maybe at the simplest. The highest is the simplest, most natural. The more complex and complicated means that you are in love with journeys and with uh, concepts. They will not bring you to here. It is like you are not yet ready to be yourself. The adventure of becoming is too enticing. You cannot accept, you see. And I'm not speaking about the egoic identity. Once this is clear for you, that even at a certain point the effort to be here is also an idea arising in the ever-present here-ness. It just become more and more clear. And differing concepts and ideas will keep coming in. That will become, perhaps you can say, your sadhana, to keep looking and say, but is that, this invitation to do something more, is it true or is it amounting to a kind of destruction again? I am already here. Am I 90% here, 80% here? What it means here, you see. And who is the I that is here even? So this is, I would say, the contemplations, you may say, of those who have come to that recognition hmm, of ultimate consciousness. It's not necessary to use even the word ultimate consciousness because the mind is waiting. Ah, ultimate consciousness, I got it. You see? The one who is sincere at a certain point, uh, they don't need the words anymore. Even the term Brahman and, uh, you know, uh, Nyagun Brahman and Sagun Brahman and, you know, consciousness and uh, the self and the mind and you and this and the world. It's nothing at all at a certain point. But maybe there's a fear in us of attaining that level of clarity because the mind said, then what then? Then what are you going to do? And you think, oh my God, I'm attached to doing more than to simply being. You cannot be attached to being. You are a being. This is why, you know, and when we agreed to, uh, we will have some satsangs, uh, in the moment I say, they say, what, should, we, should we not put a little saying on the leaflet? They say, yes, enough seeking, now find. Enough seeking, now find. Because seeking is very appealing. Every kind of seeking is appealing. But where is the finding? What can you discover? What is ultimate discovery? Should we not think like that? You're on a journey, where are you going? 
in the highest sadhana, the highest practice, you know, what do you hope to find? Now, uh, in the morning, I say we play invitation, so you can simply listen. The invitation is like listening, like a listening mirror, and it is reflecting back inside your own consciousness the obviousness of what is to you. And uh, the psychological mind uh, play will keep on putting up things to, yes, but, yeah, but, no, but, 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 but. No? And something is accustomed to giving attention to that. And so the attention is drawn away, so to speak. This is something that you must transcend. It's good news everywhere, good news. Because it's not like, oh, you know, I told a story one day, one of the girls from Satsang, they went to the park. She's walking in the park, local park, and she sees one girl there, and she's attracted to this girl. This girl looks like uh, she's from some religious community or something, and the girl is very, very happy. So one of these Satsang girls, they approach and say, hi, how are you? And they say, oh, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. Say, is it your birthday? You seem really, really happy, so radiant. The lady said to her, actually, I'm very happy today because I heard from my Guruji, I only have five more lives to live. I'm sorry? Uh, I only have five more lives to live. So Satsang girl say, five more lives to wait. And she's so happy, so happy. She said, but if I'm told I have to wait five hours, it's too much for me now. It's already too late. Something has entered my heart. I can't postpone what I have been shown. This is the, the different temperament and different ways of thinking in individuality. This is what it is there. It will become for some people unbearable to be still living in the delusion of ego or personhood. At a certain point, you are outgrowing all these things. I said uh, there were gaps. Yes. It was a chasm, not just small gaps. Yes. But from where you are now, if you followed what I say, yeah. gaps or chasms, what is it for you? Yeah. So, no, what huh? I meant was, what, what I meant by chasm was, the lack of understanding was so great yes. that I had to come yes. back again yes. today. And now? I, I think I've, I've now got it. Which means what? Which means, firstly, that the isness is the target, is the goal. And that is easily achievable. Yeah. Where is the isness? Show me which direction I must go. Yeah. Ah. Then how much distance then? Sorry, how much? How much distance to cover, to be distance in this business or what is? Zero. 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 This is what I say. When the population count is made, you will be zero. 
you stay zero. Of course, the mind doesn't like zero. Whoa. But you know what I mean by that. No? In zero, all your functions happening. In fact, your actions, reactions, interactions are happening spontaneously in that, in that immense knowingness, which is not personal. You're watching in full bliss of the unchanging. When? When? No. No. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Namaste Guruji. Namaste Guruji. So when I, missed, when I met you last time, um, I spoke about the mind and uh, how it has been uh, giving me a lot of trouble. How oh, the mind has been giving you a lot of trouble? Trouble. Oh, okay. Well, sitting there and listening to you, I could resonate everything. Uh. The moment you said uh, that uh, when there is nothing here, where is the question of I? I when there is nothing here, where is the question of I? Where is I the I? Uh -huh, okay. I could resonate to that. Yes. In a just a flick of a moment, I could resonate so quickly. Yes. But it is not assimilated like in a deeper way. It is not assimilated in a deeper way. Mm -hmm. Okay. What would watch and know if it is assimilated or not? Take a moment. Uh, something say. I hear that and in a moment it was grasped, but it is not deeply assimilated, okay? What knows deep assimilation or not enough assimilated is watched from where? It's a complex question. Uh, it's your question then. Hmm? Something feels, you know, yes, I see it, but it's not, it's not stable enough. Huh? It's not stable, okay? What is, what is observing and also declaring that is not stable? That which sees something is stable or not stable, that which sees that, is that itself stable? As you speak, there's so much of noise here. Yeah, of course, noise is going to come. This is when the noise comes. Noise is going to come. Why? Because it will appear as though it's this I cannot allow you to get. The mind is saying, I don't want you to get this because if you get this, you will not need me. So, sorry, I can't hear you. It's how your mind will be. So, I repeat again. No, I repeat. No? That which says, it is not stable, 
That, that understanding is not stable, you see. What can evaluate stability or instability, that which is looking, yeah? what is that? That voice also, is it the ultimate seer? And what is even aware of that voice and that comment? Isn't there awareness also even of that voice? Are you finding it difficult to, to focus now? Uh, maybe. Because this question now is burning every question it will be. If you follow, if you are able to follow, then this question is going to burn every other... Uh, is going to show you where you actually are and where you have always been. But something is looking and thinking, yeah, but this thing is going and that, you know, it's trying to play. Uh, to, it's like the thoughts are auditioning for your attention. And something is, is used to going with them. And so it's, it's as though it's distracting your attention from resting in your everlastingness. You are there, Amma. You are right here. Everything is just a seeming. They are not facts. They are only apparent. You are the witness of them. Is the witness so concerned? You are the sky. The clouds are passing. Is the sky worried? Oh, some big clouds are coming now. Oh, they are going to affect my sky, my infiniteness. No, let them come and go. It's only clouds. But we have developed a relationship and a strong trust towards the mind and particularly to our I identity. So, of course, with the strength of that identity, Yes, it will keep on reminding you of seeming failures before and how, how difficult it is to cross over all of this is dream. You are here. What is really here? Uh, awareness itself. Awareness, when it expresses in a dynamic way, you may say it's, it's the dynamic consciousness or the sense of um, the experiencer, the witness to all of this. But even the witness, although it is a much more elevated state than the ego, because the ego behavior is also witness, the witness, once you come to the place where you're observing, like I said, I think it was yesterday, the, the second bird position where you're simply observing, hmm, even the activity happening in the same body is watched from a silent place in you. Hmm? Once you discover this silent observing place, already you are feeling happy and joy, lightness of being. You feel, oh, I'm out of the trap. The ego noise still come, but you are always somehow the one who witnesses it. So that's already an elevation of consciousness. Then even more than this, then this witness itself is also become at some point phenomenal to a deeper seeing. When and where is it, this deeper seeing? It is right here. 
it is your most stable place. What is it doing? What is its job? What is the job of the pure consciousness? It just is. And your dynamic existence will carry the fragrance of that understanding, which is love and peace and joy and compassion. Harmony, wisdom. This is the perfume of that. Somehow, somehow there is a feeling that I can't do this. There's a feeling that I can't do it. No, I yes. can't. And, and the I is which one that can't do it or can do it? Which Identify it. The sense I is arising now and it's saying, I, 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 can't, I can't do this. I can't do this. And we all know it. At some point, this I feeling has come and said, I can't, I, I'm sorry, I can't do this. I need help. And help comes also for this I. The I in any form that it comes is an aspect of consciousness. Either an aspect of consciousness that's strongly identified with personhood it is still the child of consciousness and if it says, please help me, consciousness will take the form of the helper and help it to elevate to a higher state of consciousness. But here now, right now, you say, I, I just, something is saying, I can't do this. Okay? But right there in the same place where this feeling, I can't do this, is arising, is one who is aware of that feeling appearing also. Is this one got anything to do? Do you follow or not? Right in the same place where the feeling is coming, I can't do this. And those words, those thoughts, hmm, are presently believed and identified with, I can't, I, sorry, I can't do this. I can't focus, my, my attention just goes everywhere. My attention is drifting away. And I say, whoa, whoa, nothing lost. You are still the one who is aware of attention drifting away. You are subtler than attention. You are even the witness of attention and even inattention. Then somehow, ah, you're imagining that you're being swept away. You are the witness of what comes and what goes. If you are what comes and what goes, then when they go, you will also be gone. But you are here to say, oh, now, sorry, it's gone. You never moved as awareness. You simply need to grasp this. We are identifying with the phenomenon of coming and going, with thoughts, the I thought, the I concept. Uh, all that we hear in satsang and you have read, uh, this is what uh, Sri Ramana Maharshi is also pointing, the same thing. This I feeling, this I concept, this I is consciousness, only that I which is of the form of pure consciousness is the true I, and no other use of I. Every other use of I 
is associated with the body-mind functioning and is somehow attached to the play of life and death and coming and going. You are the witness of all of this thing. Of course, your mind, the mind itself, the, the psychological personalized mind play for a while is going to attack this understanding. That's what's keeping us on this earth all the time. You know, this faithfulness, a loyalty to an identity which itself is not permanent. We are clutching at our personal identity which is also a cloud passing. And because we are like this, again, again, you are coming again and again into more cloud bodies, cloud bodies, cloudy thinking. And I'm telling you, just watch all of that and see the proof of it. It is nothing. Now a certain kind of thought comes, it's troubling your mind. You see, why? Because you pay attention to it. For you, this thought is important. For another one, it's nothing at all. So, but because you give it so much importance, it has an impact upon your being. If you stay as the formless witness, you will see that the impact of certain concepts dries up for you. Should I speak with more form? Because it's more tangible and easy for the mind. Does the mind want a little doggy biscuit to, to, to say, ha ha, at least now you give me something? Huh? Or do you feel, oh, taking something, taking? Yeah, let, what can be taken, let it go. Because what you are cannot be taken. It cannot be lost. Take that risk. Take that risk of seeing. This is what happens in the invitation also. It allows you to see all the things you're holding on to, huh? keep you like octopus holding on to so many things, and you are the ocean itself. And the mind, in its personal loyalty to personhood, appears to be, it cannot even say the mind is afraid. The mind, it doesn't really exist, you know. It appears. And you, who are the real existence, no? are temporarily on the hypnosis in believing that you are this person. So satsang is, you're taking a risk. What is the risk? The risk is to wake up to the truth. What other risk is there? That you can be destroyed? Whatever can be destroyed is not you. That's why I've come here, to take the risk and to be destroyed. Please, I need your help now that I've got the opportunity to be in front of you. I want you to help me finish mm -hmm. this completely. So, I don't go back the same what I came here for. The one, anything that is identified with phenomenon, the identification, I am this person, I'm a woman, I'm a man and so on, it is totally natural, it's totally understandable. It's just totally acceptable at a, for a certain duration and a stage of consciousness. But as you are, uh, uh, your consciousness is becoming more refined, more understanding, 
as your mind is is accepting uh, the the energy field of satsang, all this is dissolving. All this uh, these rigid, stagnant concepts they are melting away. They are melting away. Something cannot melt away. That is only being revealed, only being discovered. As long as the strength is there in personal identity, the feeling that there is something to be done or to undo will persist in you. Watch that feeling. Uh, you know, why I say watch? Because your capacity to observe is hinting at your power. You are the witness of all of these things. You say just now, help me to, to, to wake up from this. What, did, what was your words you used? Just to end everything and to be destroyed and... It's not just to end, but to see. In clear seeing, clear understanding, there's not even anything to destroy. It's only about uh, ending ignorance, that's all. Nothing to kill. You're just seeing with the true eyes. We put so much importance on the things that are seen. Don't try to unsee them or to close your eyes to them. No, no. But uh, I'm only pointing that the awareness that you are trying to reach is already the awareness that I'm speaking to. It, it is definitely seen that way. But then there is no power or no energy here to just ignore that is what I'm trying to ignore to, what to ignore whatever is phenomenal or to the mind you know just now you told about to not pay so much attention to the mind that's something caught here again so if you are paying attention to yourself I don't even have to tell you don't pay attention to your mind you see naturally you'll feel less and less uh, attracted to the mind flow. If you are aware of yourself, when I say aware, did you listen to invitation today? I slept. And, and what happened? I slept. You slept? Yeah. yeah Every yeah. time this happens. For me. the ego, the invitation is the biggest sleeping pill. <laughs> because it doesn't want to listen. I see it. I see this thing. That uh, when it comes to the things to hear something that might be really relevant to you, that can cut the, the ignorance, somehow sleep comes. See people. Uh, some insomniacs, they come to satsang to sleep. They come and, oh, Om Namaste. <laughs> what happens? It's like, it's amazing to see. It's, it's, it's like somehow the mind is wired not to listen to something that will reveal your true nature. It is, some, it is a stage that you will overcome. You have to overcome it. And why? Because grace brought you here for that. For not less than that. When you look in the mirror, you know, 
does it only show you your nose? You want to see more? Put more money. <laughs> no, you look, everything is available. And when you are looking uh, as the consciousness, it's all, everything is visible, but nothing is so attractive, you know? The attraction is your own, not your own personal. There's nothing personal about it. When I say you, it's something very universal about that. That we cling to the sense of the personal because it feels so familiar, you see. So what is going to be? Hmm? So how is it going to be? My still the question is, I'm going to be here for another two more days till Sunday. Yeah, how are you now? Don't pay attention to one second ahead or behind. Yeah? Because you say, I have two more days. Don't even give yourself two days. Don't even say, oh yeah, but I only have two days. How are you now? Don't touch one moment of projection or past and pay attention only to what is here now. Otherwise, you can observe the lethargicness and the resistance of your own mind. Hmm? I can see that. And you think that that is important. That the mind is resistant to this is not important. It's only because you believe in the mind's resistance that you are affected by it. The mind's, mind stuff is, uh, don't want to go, so what? So what? You have to sometimes overlook him. Otherwise, every little thing he says in your mouth, you start to believe. So if I say, I need your grace in, for that, will that be also be a mind trick again, so that I cling to that? You can exist without the, this psychological mind, but it cannot exist without you. Judge which is the greater. You're always you. Mind only takes a ride on our ignorance. Even though it's seen very clearly, why is it I'm still giving so much attention to mind? I mean, I know it's not true, but… Habit. habit. And the one giving attention to mind is also connected with mind also. That's a freebie, that's a really good one. The one who is feeling troubled by the mind is also… Don't trouble with that one either. Can you go that step? The one who is saying, oh, my, my mind just keeps troubling me. This one is also trouble. Again, I tell you, the one who is saying, please help me because my mind is causing so much trouble. This one itself is also trouble. Leave this one also. Now you can do it. At least recognize this. The one who is complaining about the mind is a complainer. Is that your true state? And it's not your true state. Stop identifying because this one is always going to need medicine. And the medicine for this one is to get rid of him. Is it hard, the things I'm speaking? Is it so difficult? It can only reveal that there is some attachment to the identity 
that is then creating the feeling of separation and pain, and we are holding on to this pain identity. Also see that that is also not what you are. That may feel like a risk. You say, well, if I'm not that, then what am I? Why don't find out? But you have to be persistent with it also. Don't just expect me to finish. Okay, thank you, you go. No. Hear this, see it, feel it, and watch how the mind will come to invite you back into more noise and more duality. Watch that, but you don't have to obey that. You're watching that. Stay only witnessing that, but also witness the weakness itself, and the mind stuff is not there. That's where I get um, confused about when you say witness the witness. So probably I'm not sure if I'm doing that or the mind is involved You here. want to be something. You want to be something. Even the confusion don't mean nothing. Uh, now I understand, now I don't. It don't mean nothing, 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 nothing at all. Uh, all this is uh, monkey food. It's nothing at all. Yourself doesn't need any favors from your mind. You are believing these things. Soon you will not believe them and they will lose their power. You believe that your mind is troubling you and no, no, no. Like this, and the belief, you are suffering from the belief in it. Now, this is direct, you see. This you, it doesn't exist. Your present idea of yourself does not exist. Let me be blank with you now. But maybe you feel insulted if I say that, instead of elated. Oh my God, really? It doesn't exist, oh my God, thank you. Some people have come and say, thank you Muji for allowing me to be nothing. Who will say that? The one, not the one who wants to be something. I really don't mind. Huh? I really don't mind being nothing. Even the I that doesn't mind being nothing is, is also nothing. Is it painful what I'm speaking? No. It's enough trouble, no? It's enough trouble trying to fly this dream machine. It's enough trouble actually. We have to try it out. I really have nothing to say now. Nothing to say? Is that why you're smiling? <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. Everything is gone, I feel now. <laughs> Lighter. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, there's nothing here. <laughs> so when something comes back, will it find you? 
Não. <risos> Very good. I probably was looking. Uh -huh. I probably was looking to talk to you for a long time. Uh -huh. Because um, um, I don't know the words now. Yeah, I forget. <laughs> forget about them. <laughs> so, actually, I don't know anything to say now. <laughs> That's why I had to raise my hand to come here, otherwise, I would have slept again. But I'm so happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah that you again i don't have words to say sorry <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> so I, i don't know anything sorry good, good. <laughs> welcome <laughs> me too i don't know anything okay, <laughs> okay. so uh. <laughs> Look how happy she is now, not knowing anything. So if you see her miserable, it's because she thinks she knows something. I, I don't know if I have to laugh or cry. Don't know anything. I mean, it's a mix of both. I have never experienced this actually, I don't know. Really, I don't know. <laughs> I can only say thank you. Ah, it's good. Thank you. <laughs> I love you so much. Yeah, I love you too. <laughs> you simply don't try to explain this to anybody. to be cured. Mine has been fooling you for a long time. Now why can't he be with you now? Where is he gone? Hmm? Even your capacity to believe in the mind may it be finished now. 
when the mind comes, uh, let it will come more in a service, or maybe even if it comes to test you, you're on higher ground. You're always on higher ground. Huh? You will need it sometime. You will test, and then you ah, thank you, mind, you help me to see, still carrying some little things. Help, thank you. That he cannot be, is uh, not your master. You see, mind. Very good. Thank you for the peace. Thank you for the silence. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Very good. Very, good. Very grateful. Hmm? Very grateful. Thank you so much. Ah, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Very good. First, thank you so much. Okay. Thank you. Namaste, Father. <laughs> There's a burning. Mm -hmm. There's a burning. Burning, yeah. And just, you know, with this, with this, sir, I just got this. There's a realization of what means nothingness. Yeah. That before it was not getting inside. And I, it's just. It's fine. It's just nothing. So before is gone, yeah. after is also gone. It's just nothing. And it's, it's so, hmm? I feel it's so simple to be yeah. nothing. Yes, yes, yes. Effortless to be nothing. Yes. Effort to be something. And I just wanted to... There's a burning, you know, the body is burning, the heart is burning, beating. Whole body is shaking. It is burning. I tell you something. And I'm asking for burning. Yeah, burning is good. The sensation is good. Yeah. Burning means that grace is upon you. This fire of grace is upon you, and it's it's ten times more powerful than your sadhana. It means that uh, don't mislabel it because sometimes we are mislabeling our experiencing, thinking, oh my God. I'm just, you don't know what to do. Your grace is upon you. The hand of grace is upon you. Surrender it. Yeah, accept it. You know? Grace, whatever you have come to do, do it. Mm. Rid me of ego, merge me with you. It's a simple thing. This fire, I say, welcome. Into this fire of self-discovery, this fire uh, will not burn you. It can only burn what you are not. It's uh, also expression of grace. Grace is another name for what you are. 
don't put too much importance on mental understanding. Be open for the highest, whichever way it comes. Don't try too hard with your mind. Trust the grace. Let it come in whichever way you're open. You see? Maybe you leave from here and somebody say, what was it about satsang today? You say, I can't remember. It's fine you can't remember. The serum is already in. You don't have to remember. It will remind you in its own way. You know. And it does not need to be a mental reminding. But your entire being will feel more light. Because there's nothing more heavy than ego. Ego is heavier than the mountain. You'll be empty like that. You don't have to study for this kind of knowledge. This knowledge is not knowledge knowledge. It's not intellectual knowledge, not informational knowledge. Mm. It's not that type of knowledge. Wisdom knowledge. And wisdom is not something that's being taught, it's re revealed in you also. So don't worry about it. Don't give your, your awakening into the hands of the mind. The full self, the fullness of the self, hmm, is your very quintessence. And it's not somewhere else. It's not in some divine vault somewhere. It's right here in the core of your own self. It's a funny term to say, you are becoming yourself again. Meaning, you are unbecoming what you are not. You cannot become yourself. You can recognize it is happening also. Trust that grace also is with you. It's part of your, of your journey. You cannot have a graceless journey unless you are full of arrogance or something like that. If you have arrogance, grace will step away a little bit, let you carry on with the arrogance, because arrogance also is something we have to taste, we have to experience that. And then when it burns you, then you are able to let go of it. Whatever our state, it's a state of grace, until you can let go and go beyond these states. I am not endorsing step one, step two, step three. That may happen, but I am, in talking like this, I say, let us begin at the end even. What you may take so many years to learn, let's start with it now. Get past all of that. Why? Because the self is infinite and ever-present, and if it is ever-present, why have to go to tomorrow for it? It must be here also. What can stand, what can hide the self? Nothing. Just ignorance also. 
And also, uh, you, will, you can take your seat. We can spend a few uh, moments just without words. It's going to be even more powerful. Don't pay any attention to any, anyone in this room, not even to me. I just remain shapeless. No effort is required for that. There was already effort and habit to take shape. Don't touch even the sense of waiting for something or expecting anything at all. So that there is no future concept about future and leave it alone. Or any remembering of past, don't touch it at all. Nothing to imagine, nothing to visualize or to create. not waiting. And just by the momentum of the mind and habit, it will want to introduce you to some concept or to or through the senses to go somewhere, but you're aware of that, leave that does not trouble. There is no Buddha outside of you. Forget about the person. The person is only a myth, a rumor. Don't touch any shape, any form. Don't imagine anything at all. Grace is already inside you.
don't waste any more time with thinking. and there's nothing to figure out. I'm saying this now, there's nothing to work out. If you wish, you may hand over everything to grace. It is your higher self. And if you feel the sensation of sleep coming, uh, just be aware of him. You are not asleep. Don't combine yourself with anything at all. What is truly here cannot fade, cannot go away. It cannot die. It cannot be sick. It is not afraid. It is not a judgment. It is not an exercise. Yourself is not an event. It is not a happening. You are here before even the first thought come. 
And when hundreds of thoughts come, you are still the same one who is here. When they all go, you are still the same one who is here. You are not a thought. That's why you are able to observe their play. Everything is moving except that which you are unchanging. Nobody can help it to be unchanging. It is unchanging. Nothing's happening. All of this just emptiness dancing. You may observe your mind, the mind play, but with some detachment, simply observe. But don't log in to what you see. If you have come to that recognition, then all that happens in your life will not leave any footprints inside your being. This fine actions, reactions, interactions unfold naturally in the infiniteness of your own self. It is already so. This field of silence that is here, to whom does it belong?
You are the one silence that is inside everyone. The one peace that is inside everyone. In a few moments, we'll all be leaving and uh, going here and there. You may feel the, the movement of mind and thought, but it's only a, move, a movement inside the greater space of yourself, which is unmoving. Pay attention to that. Both you will be aware of. The movement of the body-mind, it is natural. Don't fight with that. But it is appearing inside a greater space, an infinite space of your own self. And that cannot go. For a long time it might have appeared to be hidden because so much attention is given to the movements in the mind and so on. Now you will be aware. Thought activity, feelings, sensations, they can come and go. Don't try to suppress them or to force them on. Let them move, just like the clouds, they are moving. You are like the sky, unchanging. This is not something you will do or create. Only notice it, acknowledge it, love it, enjoy, be. Thank you.
There's some few words in closing just from uh, Ashtavak Gita. Stillness. All things arise, suffer change, and pass away. This is their nature. When you know this, nothing perturbs you, nothing hurts you. You become still. It is easy. God made all things. There is only God. When you know this, desire melts away. Clinging to nothing, you become still. Sooner or later, fortune or misfortune may befall you. When you know this, you desire nothing. You grieve for nothing. Subduing the senses, you are happy. Whatever you do brings joy or sorrow, life or death. When you know this, you may act freely without attachment. For what is there to accomplish? All sorrow comes from fear, from nothing else. When you know this, you become free of it, and desire melts away. You become happy and still. I am not the body, nor is the body mine. I am awareness itself. When you know this, you have no thought for what you have done or left undone. You become one, perfect and indivisible. I am in all things, from Brahma to a blade of grass. When you know this, you have no thought for success or failure or for mind's inconsistency. You are pure. You are still. The world, with all its wonders, is nothing. When you know this, desire melts away. For you are awareness itself. When you know inside your heart that there is nothing, finally, you are still.
Shiva Shivam.